Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening, khuyanand, mulweni, and a hearty welcome to the Shahida Kali show. I bet you thought, no man, that's in the wrong time. They're making a mistake. Well, it's not a mistake if you haven't heard the Shahida Kali show now happens on a Wednesday evening between 7 and 9 p.m. This is the time I'm going to be chatting with you for two hours on a Wednesday evening. And I'm so excited. I'm excited to be back. I've missed you. I've missed chatting with you, sharing with you. Ach, net om lekker saam, te drink. I've missed all of that. And of course, we had the beautiful Ramadan. And I really hope that you had a great Ramadan. I hope that you had a wonderful and blessed Eid with your family and may Allah accept all our ibadah and all our du'as inshallah 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 so yes again to introduce the Shahida Kali show in its new time time slot we will no longer have the Shahida Kali show on a Sunday evening between 9 and 11 it now moves to or have moved to Wednesday evenings from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. The first hour, of course, will have the regular interaction and will have guests that we will chat with and it will focus on social issues that lies close to your heart and that affects all of us. In the second part of the program, starting from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock, we will have the VOC SOS helpline with Shahid Akali, in which case I then respond to you as a registered clinical psychologist. And so that the format will be very similar, although we are, you know, we thought tonight being our first program or broadcast in this slot, we want to open the lines, we want to open the SMS line and say to you, give us feedback in terms of the content that you would like to have in the program. Whichever topics you would like us to cover and so that we can pursue that and give you and bring to you the program that you would like. We'd like you to take ownership of my program. Remember, this program is not just mine. It's mine and yours. And so you, you know, I'm inviting you to be a part of the content which we will cover. I have my own ideas of, of, you know, the content that I'd like to cover, but I'd like you to give me guidance and say, I'd like us to speak about this or that. And it maakt nie saak wat het is nie. As het rarig iets is waar jy wil ons met gesels, laat ons dan weet. En jy kan dan die SMS nummer gebruik, of jy kan vir ons inbel op ons nummer hier in die atelier. And so those numbers would be, the phone number would be 021-442-3530, which is our regular studio number. And of course, if you, you know, when we answer the phone, you will be live on the air. You can also SMS us on the SMS number 47913 and then, you know, send us your your program content ideas. Dit waar jy graag wil he ons moet gesels. I'd also like to say hello to all the people across the world 
who are listening to us. And so in this new time slot, I'm wondering who's listening to us. Send us a message. Let us know. You know, when I chatted with uh, Yusuf the other evening to alert our listeners that I'm going to be having the program in this time slot, I had calls from Jeddah and from other parts of the world of people saying, yeah, yeah, we're going to be listening to you in that time slot. So that was really great. Um, and yeah, it, it looks as if someone is already on the line. Um, and if there is someone on the line, then we can actually take the call. I know we're going, you know, very fast um, leading up to the Wakt of Aisha, But let's just find out if we're able to take the call. Yes, we're going to do that. Hello. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam. Wa alaikum salam. Alhamdulillah. First of all, praise and thanks goes to Allah. Alhamdulillah. For me, opportunity to listen and to talk. And I can tell you, I was one of the favorite people who always listened to your talk. Alhamdulillah. I've always enjoyed it. And I really, I really I welcome it to this slot because now at least more people can listen to this. Alhamdulillah. Talk. Especially because, you know, on a Sunday, you know, once you come out where you come from, you're a little bit tired. Yes. Now's the right time. What I want you to talk about is to put more, to give more advice to women and men uh-huh. so alike to trust one another. Okay. And to tell the men what is the what value it is not to look around and flirt around because then if you do that outside will come into your house. Okay, inshallah. And then that is that is either or not only for the men, that's for the women as well. Okay. And then I also want people to, to also children to value their parents. Okay. Especially in this time and stage that we're living in now. You know, because you know a lot of us we have valued our parents, that's why you can see today. We know for a fact what people have predicted, but Allah Allah subhanahu is the change of everything. Mm-hmm. And also speak about the naughty things that the people are doing and also advise people to only to adhere to the sunnah and to the hadith and to the sunnah inshallah you know and this is very very important and i'm very happy this comes from muhammad benjamin here from bontiwal assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh stunning i just love it when people are excited and interacting and giving us these program ideas and i must just say i said ahead of time that i have my own ideas for the content of the program and i must say that you know this gentleman actually touched on some of the issues that I really would like to speak about, inshallah, in our program slot between 7 and 9 on a Wednesday evening. Then from 8 until 10, we'll be responding to your questions and comments in the program called VOC SOS Helpline. And of course, those in that segment, for those who might have not have listened in a, in a very long time and might not know what that part of the program is about, the program came about because after my show, people would phone and be on the line with me for hours and hours on end discussing their difficulties and their problems and their questions um, and their turmoil and their challenges and then we sat down and we thought well why don't we do this on the air so that if I'm speaking with one person then thousands of others would be benefiting because of the interaction and also because of the, the guidance and the response that we can give to people and also holding people's hearts. So in that segment of the program, we invite you to be a part of it. And I would always introduce uh, the program and say, if you're feeling those feelings that are not liquor, then this is the program in which you need to contact us. So it seems as if we're having to go into commercial news and then we will have the break for the Wakt of Aisha. After that, I'll be back with more. Our radio station, the voice of the Cape.
Welcome back and if you have just tuned in Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and good evening I'm Shahida Kali and I'm actually chatting with you in my brand new time slot so I've moved from Sunday evenings between 9 and 11 I've now moved to this new time slot which is Wednesday evenings from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. So of course from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. we will have the program VOC SOS helpline. For now what we're doing in the first part of the program we're inviting you to give me and share with me any program content that you would like us to speak about. Enig iets waar oor jy wil hee, ons moet gesels in die program. Laat weet vir my, stuur vir my een sms of bel vir my op die nommer 021-442-3530 of die sms nommer, dit is 47913. So for now we've had different responses, we've had um, an sms that requests that we speak about the emotional and mental impact when a person is boarded medically unexpectedly after having worked for 30 years without a break. And so certainly we'll do a program focusing on this type of scenario. I've also had other program ideas in terms of speaking about inheritance when someone dies and things go wrong or right and the impact that it has on the person psychologically and their well-being. And the whole adjustment to, you know, the whole process. So not the inheritance, um, the details per se, but the impact of that on the on the person or the family. And then also a program in which we speak about idda and how idda impacts on the emotional um, well-being of the person who is under idda. There is someone on the line. Let's go to the lines. Hello. Assalamu alaikum Shahidah Sajina Dima calling. Yes, wa alaikum salam. How are you? With Allah's goodness, alhamdulillah. Just, Great. <laughs> you know the bitter, bitter cold. <laughs> I know, I know. As you blew dinner, I had Christmas cold. Ahman Shahidah, peace young. Shahidah, you know, yes. uh, Sunday evening. Uh, have you, can you hear interference on I, the line? Yes, there is a lot of interference on the line. You could phone us back if you think, or I'm not sure wha- what is no, no, causing I'll, the interference. I'll, I'll see what is, uh, what. I hope you can hear me. I you, won't make it long. Shay. All right. Okay. I uh, can hear you. I'm a, I'm a Sunday evening listener to you. Okay. Uh, if I'm home, I've made my utmost effort to be home. All right. I was. Yes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And you did relieve uh, many things that I questioned, but especially uh, the mothers with the baby blues. Can you remember? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, asking one question about one person, thousand listeners, and they can all benefit from of it. Of course. Of course. Because the one that uh, we had in us, she's benefited so much and she's doing much, much better. Alhamdulillah. Baby's already eight months old. And Mashallah. You, the little baby. Wow. <laughs> Shahida, yes. you know, Shahida. It's fine and good to, to, to give you a, 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 a message on the SMS line that you are running. Yes. But it's something that I feel as, as a, a, a much experienced person. A person can't just with a, uh, with a SMS and what uh, get results with whatever you're going to say. Yeah. There should be arbitration. Okay. And the lacking of counseling okay. is the male partner that wants to be stubborn. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you want to resolve his problem in his marriage or in the family or whatever. That is the biggest thing that I have discovered, Chayda. Okay. Okay. 
Can you hear me, Shayla? Yes, I can hear you. Uh, I'm writing down what you're saying. Yes, uh, I think that is where the most problems is. And you know, Tuesday evenings, uh, what Sheikh Faik Basadin and, 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 and your Haji Yusuf Fisher, mm-hmm. that is our madrasa slot for okay. a lot of women of us. Yeah. And it saddens me, Shayda, okay. to hear the questions that has been asked for the Sheikh. Yes. Sometimes because of shyness yeah. or covering up the family surname. That is the other thing that is uh, also in our, uh, in, in, in our, in our lives uh, at the moment. Yeah. Uh, or protect the surname from the family. Yeah. And Shayda, I mean, sometimes they, I think sometimes, as you use efficiency, they may be sitting careful with what. Is is us especially the pensioners and the elderly people. Yeah. And the abuse. But Shaida, I know you will you will fit in very well in the slot and and I did sometimes think, yo, but she's so late on the road. Oh Allah protect her to get to a destination. Alhamdulillah, Shaida, Allah did protect for me. listening. I know you you uh, dodge it down. Yes. But I think that our couples must be very serious if they have a problem yes. to go and sit in the counseling session yeah. and really work on what they find what is the problem within their marriages. Inshallah. Or any other thing or any other problem they have, family yeah. or whatever. Yes. Uh, I'll come up with whatever I still have in mind, Shahida. That is absolutely fine. Shukran, Shahida. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And I think I want to follow up on Haji Nadiba had, having suggested in the past that we speak about postpartum or postnatal depression. That's when mommies have babies and then they become very, very depressed at times after that. And the difficulties that they that bring along. And then also the other topic, the husbands, I've, I've had a, an SMS that asks for the topic to be discussed in terms of a husband's responsibility to satisfy his wife in an intimacy way. And and the needs that the wife has, whereas these days very, very often you find husbands just being and sitting in front of the TV and being on their cell phones all the time and ignoring the needs of their wives. And certainly we will do a program. In fact, what I would love to do is a program that focuses on nafaka and how the emotional well-being and the sexual well-being or the intimacy well-being of a wife would be a part of the nafaka responsibility of the husband. So certainly of the thoughts that I've had as well. Um, and then there was the request on when when couples require counselling um, because they're having marital difficulties and the absolute importance of having some arbitration and counselling and that there must be an openness to change instead of, as the uh, Ajina Dima had said, especially male partners or husbands being extremely stubborn and not being part of the process. Certainly we will, we will focus on, on that. And then there was the mention of elder abuse, the abuse of elders, the abuse of older people, the abuse of mothers and fathers, and it can be different types of abuse, you know, from from physical abuse to emotional abuse and to financial abuse you often find happening these days as well. I think there's been a request that I speak also on the topic of psoriasis and how one has to live with it and how, you know, when you're living with a 
um, a condition for which there is no cure. And inshallah, we will certainly focus on that. I think it's time for us to take a break. When we come back, we will certainly continue with our program. I've just had an SMS that says, Shahida, do you have your red lipstick on? And of course I do. And one of the things that I thought of before I came on the air was to say, put your red lipstick on and smile. (laughs) So let's take that break for a while. Welcome back. I'm Shahida Kali and we're in the program, The Shahida Kali Show, which now is on a Wednesday evening between 7 p.m. and 9 p.m., no longer on a Sunday evening between 9 and 11. So I'm here and I'm here to chat with you very excitedly. There's someone on the line. Hello. Hello, Shahida. Yes. Hello, Shahida. How are you? I'm well, alhamdulillah. Pleasure to hear you. Pleasure, really pleasure to hear you. Alhamdulillah. And the only bit of frustration that I am experiencing with yes. the radio, radio station is that uh, that if we can maybe create a new kind of uh, callers calling in okay. with maybe more of a bit of an intellectual and more intelligentia coming through okay. on comments so that we can raise the standard of our voice of the Cape. Unfortunately, I am... I, Personally, and many people are losing very much interest because the listenership, such a, the people calling in, is the same repetition, and we are not getting that intellect or the intelligence or the magnetism where people are attracted to programming. And, and I think with your caliber and your intellect and your integrity, maybe, inshallah, we can get people what i'm looking at is the aged people the, the intelligent yes. intellectual right. retired aged people okay. who have made contributions yeah. to, to our society if we can have them calling in mm-hmm. if we can have the intelligent youth Mm-hmm. who has a degree, who can make comments on radio, because we cannot have the repetition. You you listen to a 72-year-old with a birthday message for year in and year out, but there's never intelligent comments. I've read something. My mother was 72, but she read books. She read the Sunday Times. She had knowledge of world issues. So if we're looking at the aged people, we're asking them, what? when you call and read something and bring it onto the radio so that we can say our aged people are also intelligent they are also reading they can make a contribution but you cannot have the stupidity of degrading a radio station every year year in and year because we're not taking the radio station to its next level so i would appreciate it if the aged people who are intelligent who have made contribution who are intellectual come in and make your contribution so that we can magnify 
I thank the caller for the comments that she has made. I would want to firstly just say that we appreciate and respect all people when they when they phone in, they become a part of the radio and we appreciate that and we respect that and we value that and that there are people phoning in who are of different intellectual levels and we respect the request of the caller who is saying can we have more intellectual contributions and particularly she is requesting that from the people who are aged, our experienced, beautiful older people who have much knowledge, much experience to share and the request basically is be a part of the programs and share the wisdom that you've gained through your readings and your experience. There's also the invitation that we extended to younger people to do that as well so we acknowledge the uh, content of the uh, caller that had just called in. We'd like to continue to invite you to be a part of this program in which we're asking you please give us your program content ideas about that which you would like us to speak about so that we can put together programs that addresses that which is close to your heart. I have another um, topic that has been highlighted and this one says please discuss how to deal with your son when he tells you that he is gay. So there is a program that is requested around gayness of people. I've had um, another request which says um, there are there are women who often suffer um, the the needs of their husband, which is very, very often not met, albeit the different needs that wives have of their husbands. Another request has been that there the situation where a woman has never been married, she's over 30, how does a, mar- a, a, a woman who isn't married cope with their sexual urges? It's real, but this has become a taboo subject to speak about. Certainly we will have a program in which we will address that challenge that women face. Um, and so we continue. I, th- you know, I think we've I've had some repetitions. I also would want to go to another request for a program content on polygyny, but a little bit different. And the aspects that are being asked, you know, these are all the psychosocial effects of the different topics that have that have been requested. For example, inheritance, the psychosocial effects. Ida, the psychosocial effects. And so polygyny, the psychosocial effects, meaning the psychological effects and the social impact on the family, etc. But the focus would be, you know, is there a pro a process by which it is regulated? Um, through which a husband has to apply for before he can marry a second, third or fourth wife. Under which conditions particularly would these marriages be allowed? And then there's another aspect that, um, you know, has been requested to be discussed, which is if it is clear that a certain characteristic or caliber of man 
you know, who'd be the man who can marry more than one wife? Who would this person be? So more explanation about who are these men then who are allowed to take more than one wife? And then the aspect of nafaka, is there enough inquiry about his understanding of nafaka has it been present in his first marriage before he can even consider a second, third or fourth marriage. Another consideration is, has the husband, has there been consideration for the wife and children's well-being in relation to mawadda wa rahma, when Allah puts love and mercy in the marriage. And lastly, you know, under this banner of the request is, Ulama accountability. If ulama has to be accountable to whom, for whom they marry, then is this also a question that needs to be looked at and discussed? That's one topic, you know, a cluster of different aspects that has been requested to be discussed. Then I have another request to speak about jinn, black magic. Some people refer to it as third forces. And if that happens in our lives, how do we manage that? How do we see it? What is the understanding of it? How do we cope? Often we find people feeling that they have been affected by it. What would be the remedy of such instances? So I think wonderful, wonderful um, program content that has been identified. I'm asking you to continue to send it to me via the SMS number, which is 47913. Type out what your topic content is that you wish for us to speak about. Or you can phone me on the number 021-442-3530. And that way you're live on the air and you can express what it is that you would like for us to um, hold in our programs in the form of program content or program ideas or the way in which people interact when they become a part of our programs. And I think it's time for us to take commercial news. When we come back, we continue to take your program content ideas, and we are very excited to have that. Stay with us. Kali, there's a caller on the line. Hello. Hello, Shai. That's me again, Ajina. Yes, you don't mind, eh? Not at all. But permission from you. Okay. I've heard now, there was now a few people that had now some issue with requests yes. of certain issues. Yes. Where I think, Shaida, on a Tuesday evening, Yes. I'm going to protect Sheikh Fahabasadin uh-huh. uh, on a Tuesday, Ajay yes. Yusuf and his program, yes. where he gives specifically a three-quarter of an hour yes. family relations, yeah. polygamous marriages he has given all, 
Yes. How to interact with your neighbors and whatever. I mean, it's a three-quarter Nasiha program that they give. Yes. You're going to give, you're going to give us now, like, like Sunday innings, I'm going to question us something with the SMS. Mm-hmm. You're just going to say briefly whatever. I don't think it does make sense, Shaida. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm now very open, open and honest. Sure, and of course. And if I'm expressing myself with the truth that I'm thinking about. Sure, it. of course. Because you can't have... Tuesday evening a program, uh-huh. Wednesday evening a, uh, uh, like you're going to have it now from 7 till 9. Yes. Shukran, I'm very glad for it. Yes. And it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because you are a clinical psychologist. Uh-huh. You will tap into issues that will give us a bit of um, feedback, how we should we act, what we must do further on. Mm-hmm. Am I clear, Shaida? Yes, no, I, I hear absolutely. And this is why I've clarified that whatever the topics I will do, I will have to approach it from the psychosocial effects. So yes. if the Sheikh is on a Wednesday evening, he would approach it from a spiritual and yes. Islamic perspective. That's you know, right. And That's so right, there is Shaida. a difference I mean, in the don't content. Make, don't make our programs boring. Sure, absolutely. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I think it is it is clear. It's wonderful that people are interacting, giving their opinion and saying, this is what we want from you. I think it's absolutely great. Hence, we wanted this program. And we'd like you to continue let is, letting us know what it is that you'd like to speak for us to speak about because you have to take ownership of our program. The radio and and our programming is about you. It's about responding to your needs. It's about listening to what it is that you require for us to speak about in the manner in which you would like for us to speak about. And therefore, and hence, and shukran for that comment, my focus of my programs will be the psychosocial effects of whatever the content is that we need to deal with. The religious part, we leave to the ulama. However, there are sometimes questions that are coming through. I'm going to respond to those questions and then show people, you know, in the um, in the direction of the ulama or the imam or the sheikh or the maulana who is in the area whom they can consult with. So we continue with the program ideas that uh, content ideas that we've asked for people to um to alert us to it's interesting the sms that that requested that we focus on unmarried or never married more mature women and how do they cope with their sexual urges and the person continues to say how do we stop it because we do not want to act upon it and so you know those are the types of content that we would want to you know address we would want to address intimacy difficulties in a very responsible way because of the time slot that we are in but certainly topics that need to be discussed because it's real and the person says this is real though it is a taboo subject to speak about it really is real i get that and certainly we would want to respond to it positively and very responsibly um, respond to it and build programs around it at times i will throw different ideas together and then have it in one program and we will keep you informed and updated as we go along and certainly there you know there is an sms that we had received in terms of incurable diseases being diagnosed and living with it and the psychosocial effects of living with an incurable disease um, how it impacts 
This person says, by Allah, she is coping with it. And she sits now with tears in her eyes. We say Alhamdulillah for that type of interaction. The, um, you know, there is, there is someone else on the line. Let's take the caller. Hello. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Ja, het is een ik hoor nou, ik ga het adres weer per lidzame van het different angle of whatever the case is. I just want to alert you or maybe inform you that today I don't think people are actually doing per anymore. They just take a wife and if they're sick and tired of the wife, they dump the wife and they go on to second wife and mm-hmm. then they dump it again and so is life today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, the men are very ruthless, I must tell you that. And I mean, I don't know if we are the cause because we, we are actually um, actually trying to, to divert men away from polygamy or what. But um, I mean, I've seen a lot of cases now where the man has got more. I mean, he went through three wives. He's going in for his fourth one. I don't know how long that is going to last. And then he's going in for his fourth wife. So they just come along. They take the wife. They dump the wife. They take another one. They dump it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is like uh, like that. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry to say that. Mm-hmm. But that is the way how I see it. Mm-hmm. Because people can't work out their differences in their marriages. And then they think, okay, it's now. The only thing is now, if, if, we, if I can't get my way, I move on and uh, just leave you with your children. And that is the end of the story. So, I mean, I think that is going to be a very, very important thing that we can discuss so that we can get, I mean, to encourage men not to do it or whatever. I don't know what we can do towards it, but maybe we can do something. Yes. Shukran so much. I really appreciate your contribution. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I think more so one appreciates the contribution coming from a male who is saying that the way in which second, third and fourth wives are being married um, leaves a question mark of is this being done? Is it being done correctly? Is it being done according to how it should be done? Um, and that would be according to how um, Allah Ta'ala would have instructed and expect us responsibly to do. There, there is another um, program content idea that says, can the, the topic um, touch on or topics touch on again, nafaka, nafaka, that extends also to the second wife. Now we've had, and I'm again saying, this is not a religious program per se. It is going to look at the psychosocial effects of of topics that touches on and grows from a religious understanding. So nafaka, a religious concept, You've got polygyny, a religious concept or, you know, a, a concept that has to do with, um, you know, how people will will respond to it and say that this is an injunction, a Quranic injunction. It has psychosocial effects that are real and we would like to address that. Um, you know, I think the... Uh, the thoughts of the caller who had called in is certainly acknowledged, and I've made a note of that. I think we are kind of in our slot for the next part of the program. I'm going to, um, you know, ask for our intro to be done, and because I also know that it is time for us to share the information around the Janaza notices. So stay with us, don't go away. We continue with our program. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape.
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening, Khoyanand Mulbaini. You're now tuned to the Shahida Kali show and the part that is entitled or titled uh, VOC SOS Helpline with Shahida Kali. And in this part of the program, I respond to you as a registered clinical psychologist. Now, firstly, to say that we are now in a new time slot, which is so exciting. Um, it's reaching so many more of our listeners. Listeners have requested that we move the program. The program used to be um, on a Sunday evening at 10 o'clock. And very, very often people would say, I'm tired and I'm asleep and I'm resting and I'm preparing for tomorrow for work. And, and therefore, they felt that, you know, they wanted the the program to be shifted. Hence, you know, the program has been shifted. This is our new home. We now live in and we live on a Wednesday evening. We live on 91.3 FM stereo and on a Wednesday evening between 7 and 9. This particular part of the program from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock in the evening is where you will find us. And so I'm very, very excited. And the the for people who have never listen to this program to have an idea the invitation is for you to be a part of the program if you are if you're dealing with any holistic well-being difficulties and you know often people will say um, I am not able to afford a psychologist um, I'm I, d- I never get in touch with a psychologist I don't quite know what they do I don't know the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist I don't know when people speak about scope of practice I don't know whether it's the same as a registered counselor or people who are doing other types of counseling um, you know where do we place this so Often those types of questions are asked and and there isn't clarity around that. The program deals with that. We also deal with, I would say, you are invited if you're feeling sad, mad, glad, happy, um, irritated, agitated, um, anxious. If you're feeling down and out, overwhelmed, too much, can't go on, suicidal, depressed, angry you know and just all of those not liquor feelings um, and you really don't know what to do with yourself you can give us a call you can contact us via sms and remember when you're giving us a call that you'll be live on the air and therefore we are saying in order to protect people's confidentiality and anonymity please not to mention any names not of people not of institutions not of um, companies you know shy away from that you look at the difficulty that is the presentation and to contact us and people who feel lonely alone um, sometimes people struggle with I can't say what I feel and and therefore they are assertiveness difficulties and and all of those is- types of issues are the issues that we deal with also um, intimacy issues sexual issues we call it bedroom you know type of issues and we will we endeavor to try and deal with it in the most responsible way we will use words very carefully um today we know that education is absolutely open and widespread in our schools from a young age but we still would want to endeavor to approach it and deal with it and respond to it in a very responsible way because voice of the cape 
remains a family radio station that is held in a God-conscious framework, albeit Islam, Christianity, Judaism, you know, Hinduism, the different religions, um, but we are, we strive to be God-conscious in our responses that we give. At the moment, in, in our first segment of the program, we had said, SMS us or phone us and give us your thoughts in terms of your request for program content ideas that you have. And we will still continue to take those comments and suggestions. And so you can write me an SMS still if you feel and say this is a program content that I'd like you to have and then just explain it. There's been a comment about and, and a person says of the reasons and this, you know, I'm, I'm just going to read the SMS as it has been sent. And the SMS says, the reasons why some of us will not or cannot express ourselves the same way we need and and what we you know i'm i'm trying to read it exactly as it is but it says we need to steer away from speaking down on on others as well but but speaking respectfully with others and not to others but with others so in communication with and holding the hearts and the dignity of people as we comment in the program is very important and so we continue with our with our with our content that we want to address and we are now inviting you to send me any difficulties that you wish for me to attend to i haven't have received an sms that responded to um, an explanation that and and this has a a psychosocial a responsibility connotation in terms of when my grandfather dies and and I'm a child of a son who has died before my grandpa, and I have two uncles who have now inherited from my grandpa then what happens to us as the grandchildren of, let's say, this, the, thir the third son who had already died? And I think just the reminder of when we're responding, we, need, we, we understand that we are responding on our feet. We don't always uh, respond and, and cover all the aspects of an answer. It is great to go back and say, you know what, I perhaps might not have mentioned this, that, and the other, so perhaps it's a good time for us to... Um, to mention that just to say that the understanding would be or of the understanding would be that uncles are supposed or are held responsible to look after the children of the deceased brother when they receive the inheritance from their father but just also a, a thought to have for grandpas who might be in such in, in such a situation that you have your wasiya that you can use the third in which you can also include the grandchildren of a deceased son of yours you know so that you can have them in your will but you will have them in the first third 
of your will, which is referred to as the wasiya. But and and you know what? It was just a question that had come up, and I thought let me respond to that because it has to do with the concern that these little ones are having. What about us? Because we're struggling. I think one has to acknowledge that. There's a caller on the line. Hello. Hello. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Wa alaikum salam. Yeah, I, I would like to give some input uh, concerning a program, sure. uh, if I may. Yes, of course you may. Yeah, look, uh, we all are looking for answers, you know, to all our problems, you know, whether it is now um, a social problem or, or financial, whatever problem we have or that we face today, right? We are mm-hmm. looking for answers. Mm-hmm. Now, um, look, this is something that is a bit far for a lot of people because it sounds very strange, mm-hmm. you know, because I've been discussing this with a lot of uh, uh, learned people, you know. Yes. And I think I just want to put my radio off. Sorry, you... C- yeah, yeah, no, I just uh, turning the radio off. Okay. Uh, yes. Now, it's concerning, um, you know, the way forward to empower you Yes. To, to, to handle your prob- problems, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And we believe truly that Allah Ta'ala is enough for us, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Allah Ta'ala does everything for us. Mm-hmm. Now, you see, uh, in the time of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu yeah. uh, I just want to cut it short. Sure. Uh, you know, the, the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi actually um, uh, stopped the Sahabi Kram when they were very successful. Yes. You know, when they saw Tanat already. And then he stopped them and said, no. Uh, it's not uh, time now to be overjoyous because uh, there's a great yard actually waiting for you. Yes. And that is a jar of nafs. Mm-hmm. Now, we fall short of understanding what is that all about. You mm-hmm. see, why was it given at a time when they were successful? Yes. Now, Allah can give you everything. Like Allah has granted all the creation of Allah, you know, yes. uh, 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 whatever they need and so on. But we fail ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we fail ourselves with our nafs, that is, with our desires, with our own weakness that is in us, right? Yes. We all heard of the weakness, uh, the enemy that's within us, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that is your nafs, actually, that steers you in different directions. Now, if we can overcome that, okay. you know, then everything that, this is what Nabi Muhammad Salaam actually said to the Sahaba, mm-hmm. if you can overcome your nerves, mm-hmm. then everything that follows will be easy and successful. Right? Okay. So that means it is was an answer to our problems. Mm-hmm. But we forget that if you make sincere niya, yeah. then truly Allah will accept that, that jihad, right? Okay. There's a bigger jihad in our life. There's no other, we, we, we don't need to worry about any other things that is actually um, against us, whatever, whoever it is, you know, mm-hmm. we worry about your own self because Allah is going to help you okay. if you do the right thing. Right. Now, if you make a near, something very beautiful will happen to you. Okay. Now, that, a lot of people don't, don't understand this. It doesn't right. go overnight like any medic- medication doesn't work just overnight. You have to endure with it. You have to take it regular. And then uh, the relief will come. Now, that, this is how this yard works with a niya. Okay. You make them see a niya. And definitely, Allah will be there for you. Now, you know, something beautiful that happens is that weakness from you yes. will come to the fore. You will witness it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Only Allah can let this happen with you. Okay. Because, I mean, Allah can do everything for us, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Now, then you witness actually your own weakness. 
Right. And you get scared. Once you get scared for your own weakness, then you must continue with that. Don't fall. Don't, don't run away from it. Because okay. you have to fight it. All right. Then you can see how you really need Allah Santa to give you that support, you know, and that way out to overcome that weakness that is within you. And, 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 and it, just... You know, this is something sure. that, that is, uh, you know, uh, right. it, 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 it's all about the near. Okay. Now, what my input is, yes. just to cut it short, Please. my input is there, just make that sincere near and all don't right. worry about there is because Allah does going to do it for you. I think you it's... will have a solid experience, you know. Yes. So it is very strange. It sounds very strange mm-hmm. how Allah can assist us because that's why Allah does say, "I can only change the condition if you change yourself." And, and I, that is how you change yourself. You see. And I really want to, uh, you know, thank you for the comments that you've made. And remember, we're taking program content ideas, and I certainly have have noted what you've said because it includes. You know, one program that could be focusing on, like you say, jihad and nafs, the psychosocial impact of if we are aware of the jihad and nafs, the sincere niyyah and the belief and the faith that we then entrust in the qadr of Allah. So yeah, I take, so I take, I take absolute note of that, inshallah. inshallah. And we will certainly endeavor to have a program in which we can elaborate even more on your the ideas that you've just shared with us. Shukran. I really appreciate it. That was so beautiful. I, again, I just get excited because I just think it's wonderful that people are coming to the fore and saying, this is what we want in our programming. These are the thoughts that I'm sitting with because, of course, as people are sharing their program content needs, you have to understand that they are speaking about a need that they hold within themselves. We are delighted to be able to attend to these needs and really have good programming built around it that will educate us and uplift us and really help us to strive to be the best we can be as vicegerents of the Creator. For now, we need to take commercial news well over the time. When we come back, we will continue. And I go to the lines. Hello. Salam alaikum, Shahida. Wa alaikum what did salam. I tell you? My favorite program. <laughs> <laughs> and I really love it for the 21 years or 20 years. Okay. Shahida, and I'm now asking you a question on behalf of someone. Okay. A mother has been diagnosed with cancer. Yes. She's very, very satisfied. Mm-hmm. She's very spiritual. Mm-hmm. She's put her faith and her trust. In Allah. Yes. And she's with the frame of mind. Medical technology is, is, is going to work for her. Inshallah. But now the clinical psychology, the, the, the psychological part of it is the husband yeah. and the children. Yes. Can you give feedback? Because they will, they will be listening in. Okay. How do... Can you give advice with Allah's kudrat only? First, Allah's kudrat. How to for them to 
go on with it and grips with it and until she's going to have an operation. Shaida, very shukran. And may Allah grant you salama journey home. Inshallah, shukran so much. A pleasure, my darling. And shukran Salamat. for the question. Inshallah. And shukran so much for the question. You know, it really touches my heart that people are interacting with me and Allah has given me the ability to respond by Allah's blessings. Alhamdulillah. I would want to say when there is a diagnosis of of, uh, cancer, of course, there is a tremendous sense of loss. There would be fears. There would be anxiety. Often the anxiety is about, I don't know. Often I hear my uh, cancer patients saying to me, I live day to day because I have no idea how I will feel tomorrow and what will happen to my my physical and even mental health um, well-being tomorrow. So it's really a very, a journey that is broken up into parts of a day and sometimes on a daily basis. Um, I would firstly want to say I'm really, really sorry uh, for the loss of the health and your health as you knew it. May Allah make it easier on you inshallah but then the question is clear that the lady is coping and a huge part of her coping mechanism is her heightened spirit sense of spirituality her relationship with Allah and that certainly you will see in patients who cope so well that a huge part is dependent on how they have the sense of acceptance um, between themselves and you know this illness from Allah in regard to the husband and the children, the first thing would be that, and, and it would be typically the stages of loss. So you'd have the shock and you'd have denial sometimes. You know, people will say, how, how, come, how come it happens to my mom? How come it happens to us? But my mom is so healthy, but my mom looks so good. So, you know, so there's, there's the denial questions that will happen after the shock has settled in. I mean, sometimes there's such shock that people will just say no and they will just block it all out. And we have to understand and work with every member of the family who will deal with it and respond to it differently and respect that and give them the space to work it through at their pace. So it isn't a one response fits all. It's an individualized response that can be given to every member of this family. Every child at different ages has to be dealt with and explained on a different level in a language that they understand what is happening to mommy. At all times to try and stick to the reality of and the truth of what is happening, but with a merciful way in which this is explained and never losing a sense of hopefulness that one has to give to the children and also to the husband. Then to to get back to the stages that, that you know, the husband and children and even this, the cancer patient herself could be going through would be bargaining. So that's when we say there's almost pretend play. You know, if I pinch myself now, I'm going to wake up and it hasn't happened. So people have ways in which they, almost, you know, if, if, if Allah takes, um, makes my mommy better, then I'm going to be a very, very good child. Those are the types of 
thoughts and feelings and, and norm, normalcy in the response to a diagnosis like this. And then, of course, there's acceptance to the reality of mommy is not well. We're not quite sure. We hold on to the hopefulness. Inshallah, she is going to get better and often accompanied with sadness. Mommy can perhaps not do what she's been doing. If there's chemotherapy or radium therapy, it makes mommy very ill. And children and husband needs to be. My recommendation is you have to request that the doctor sit down with your husband and, and the children and explain to them and answer all their, their physical questions, the illness questions. Which cancer? Where is it? How will it be treated? What does this mean? How did it come about? Is there anything we can do to make it better? These are all questions, fears, anxieties that needs to be answered to put the hearts of your husband and your children at rest. To get to have them explained the process by which you, your treatment is going to be. This is the cancer. This is where it's been found. This is how we're going to treat it. At this stage, this is what we know. And therefore, this is how we're going to deal with it. When we get to that stage after, let's say, the therapy, the chemotherapy, etc. At that stage, inshallah, we will then make other decisions depending on where your mom is and how her health status is. Then it is helpful if you've been diagnosed by a hospital to ask for a psychological a psychology referral for yourself, your husband and your children. It is good for them to have a little bit of emotional support where they can in a safe way cry, express their fears, express that which they hold, express their thoughts. There'll be multiple different fears that your family will have. One of the fears that immediately come to mind would be a child would think, if my mom has cancer, will I have cancer as well? So these are the types of difficulties that you want to hold the hearts of your family members and your children and your husband and then attend to the conditions of those hearts. Every heart will be in a different space and will be responding differently. So for me, the most uh, and a very important part would be to acknowledge that they will all they might all respond differently in their own way. Some might cry. Others might not cry. Some might speak. Others might go quiet. And we sometimes think the child or the person who goes quiet or who doesn't cry or who blocks it out and pretends and goes on as normal. And sometimes we think, don't they feel anything? But they do. This is just the way they cope. And so we must never judge when a person copes differently from ourselves. Overwhelmingly, I would want to say to recommend that this lady and her husband contacts the Cancer Association and I don't have their telephone number here with me now but they listed in the telephone directory or you can phone 1023 and get their number they are in the observatory I think area it is very helpful especially if the children are are usually different ages to speak with someone at the Cancer Association because they work with it daily. They will even come out to you. They have books that draws and 
and um, illustrates cancer, the different types of cancer, how to deal with it, how, what are the feelings that you'll have if your loved one has cancer. And so it is very useful to ha- to give children books to read on the cancer, which is illustrated and done on a level of the child, the age group of the child. So really, I think I've and then, you know, I've attended to the biological side, the psychological side, the social side is to have your husband and children have the greatest of support around them. Um, Take help if it's offered. Don't think that you need to walk this alone with your family. It is good to have the help of extended family members and trusted friends and neighbors. The spiritual side, ultimately, the ultimate is dua, prayer. You know how wonderful it is when the loved one with a cancer, whose dua is very mustajab, highly, highly recommended to make dua, would be the the person with the sickness, sits with her husband, holding his hands and and the children's hands, and as a family, making dua and asking Allah that Allah must restore her health to better than before she had the cancer, inshallah. I mean, so family duas are extremely powerful and very rewarding to put balm on the hearts and the fears and the anxieties of the husband and the children and even the mommy cry together don't think you mustn't cry don't think that you must be super strong you can be strong but you needn't be strong all the time you know it is in our moments when we feel very weak that we those are the moments that we reach out to the Creator in the most significant of way. May Allah make it easier on you, inshallah. And I really hope that I've been helpful in this response. I think for now it's time for us to take commercial news. When we come back, inshallah, we will continue with our program. I'm Shahida Kali, and you in the program, the Shahida Kali Show. This part of the program is called VOC SOS Helpline. And in this part of the program, I respond to you as a registered clinical psychologist. There's been a question that says, I feel so overwhelmed with different difficulties, lots of things happening in my life. The question says, work, family life, I'm not coping, and procrastination is a weak point. Now, firstly, to say I'm so sorry to hear about your difficulty and shukran that you reached out and that you're asking me to share my thoughts with you. I appreciate that and I'm humbled by this request. Firstly, to say when one feels so overwhelmed, it's almost the given that you'll go into procrastination. It's like, oh, my word, I have so much to do. It's so overwhelming that it paralyzes me that I can't get to do anything. So firstly, to say don't feel so bad that you're feeling procrastination is a part of your current situation. You know, it's it's kind of, as I said, almost a given. I want to say that with a smile, be merciful towards yourself. You seem very, very overwhelmed. Now, very quickly, because I'm looking at the time and I really would want to give you optimum uh, sharing of thoughts. When you feel so overwhelmed by so many different things happening, list them. Make a list of all the work difficulties, all the family difficulties, all the issues that need changing. Okay, so when you list them, They kind of almost look, you know, when you list them, you think it it becomes a little bit more manageable because when you keep it in your head, 
firstly, it's very fast that you have to process it, but also because it overwhelms you and therefore it gets you to a state of procrastination because it's just too much. When you've listed them, you can now say, okay, now can I prioritize it? And you can take the work, then you take the family, then you take the other, whichever other categories. And then you character. Uh, <laughs> I've lost the word. <laughs> you put it in a cat in a category. Oh my yitta. You you prioritize it. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> get your words proper in proper order. <laughs> you prioritize. Okay? So you put what is important and urgent first. When you've done that, you take that particular um challenge or issue. And you only focus on that. We call it mindfulness. You stay in the moment of when you're attending to it. And the rest at that time, you entrust to Allah. So you will say, Ya Allah, as I'm attending to this difficulty, please will you take care of the rest for me in the best of way, inshallah. Okay? And you leave that until you get to it. So you prioritize, make a list, prioritize, Stay in the moment, focus on as you continue to take charge of doing and attending to the different things. That is going to help you to get out of the procrastination. It's going to attend to you feeling overwhelmed. We shouldn't be keeping all the stuff in our head. That's when our heads feel like it's going to burst and we're going to go mad and we're losing it because we're trying to process all the things only in our head. It is helpful. You become much more objective when you write things down. And even if once you write down a big challenge and it might have smaller departments, so you might say, okay, to break this up and unpack this, I need to do A and B and C and D. So the next jump to that list would be so you've written that down who needs to do that are there things i can delegate give to others to do or do i have to do them all myself third is there a time frame when i should be doing this and then i keep myself accountable for the dates and the times that i've set and that's how i get my my goals done and it becomes real tasks and I keep myself accountable one step one thing at a time so that you're not all over the place and that it causes you a lot of anxiety and a lot of worry that which you're not able to to get to today and trust it to Allah inshallah I hope I've I've sufficiently attended to that um, you know to that question but I, I, I and I want to say when there's the overwhelmedness I always say when you're feeling overwhelmed right now the first step is you tell yourself stop can I be quiet in my mind can I just be still with Allah now when I'm still for a minute or two and I have settled myself down I can now say can I list all the things that are worrying me and then can I prioritize it take one thing at a time when I have that one item I unpack it and I break it down to smaller doable parts 
Then I select that which I can delegate, give to others to do, and that which I will do myself. Then I put a time frame to it. When am I going to do it by? Then I keep myself accountable. So I've got to account to myself. You said you were going to do it tomorrow. Well, tomorrow I'm going to check if you did. And if there are a strikel blocker opkom, so there are little hindrances in the process, that becomes a smaller task as well. And you get to do that. But you don't lose sight of your goal. And that's how you get to do things. The rest you entrust to Allah as you're doing task number one. You stay in the moment. You do it and you take charge of yourself. I will focus. I will do it calmly, quickly, to the best of my ability. Because we never settle for mediocre work. We always strive to be the best we can be by the grace of the Creator. And I think it's just about time for us to take our next um, ads. And when we come back, I think we'll be in the time in which we have to probably greet. And I just want to check if there have been more program ideas that have come through. I know there's been a request for discussing living with Alzheimer's disease and the how the family can actually work with this disease and the family embracing it and dealing it and with the psychosocial issues that come with it. So stay with us. I think there's a caller on the line. Let's take the call first before we take the ads. Hello. Waalaikum salam. Sister Shahida, I have a little problem here. Okay. Um, In 2012, my daughter came to me and asked me to help her. She Mm -hmm. was in a financial crisis. Yes. And then I took out a loan for the tune of 107,000 rand. Mm -hmm. And she paid till August 2012. Yes. By 15th, the 15th of February, I re- I lost my job. I was retrenched, mm-hmm. right? And then afterwards, everything just fell apart for me. Okay. And then I found out. Then me and my wife had problems. We, everything just went crazy. Yes. Then the fourth of May, yeah. the May third, uh, twenty thirteen, mm-hmm. I found that she made another loan. Mm-hmm. Your daughter. I, yes, my daughter. Yes. But now I'm sitting with her loans. I cleared her. Her, her loans for her. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting now with her loan of hers. Yes. And then my wife, I spoke to her and I said, listen, I need, I need to get, I'm having, I'm having problems with my anger management. Yes. Then, then I went to Iswa, and mm-hmm. they sent me off to FAMSA. Yes. And I went, then I went for anger management. Yeah. And I, then while I was speaking to my wife, she said to me, listen, there's a pass, I've forgiven you. Yes. But then in 2014, a protection order was a warrant of arrest came. Mm-hmm. And then I just went ballistic yeah. because I never, ever did I have in, get involved with a policeman. Okay. And now I'm, she even got a fasak now, although I went to FAMSA with yeah. doing this anger management. Yeah. And my daughter, she's refusing to pay it now. She mm-hmm. says to me, listen here, if you, daddy, if you die, then... My um, my provident fund will sort this thing out for you. Mm-hmm. But now, must I, if I must look for another five years, yeah. then each and every month, these consultants, they found you. They haven't got no respect when they found you. Of they course. said to you, like they said to me in May, mm-hmm. that they, May, May Day was, was the 6th, 1st May, was 1st of May was the 6th, yes. so they found me the Monday. Yes. The Monday when they found me, 
they said to me, listen here, you came to us for the loan and now you don't want to pay it and all that. Mm-hmm. Then Tuesday, Tuesday, I saw her and I just lost the plot. Okay. And, I, and I got hold of her. The end of it, I landed up in the police cells. Okay. I was I was put in prison in the police cells yeah. from the Tuesday till the Thursday morning, yeah. past 12. Yeah. And, and either day, uh, two, okay, two Fridays ago, I got them in case for. Mm-hmm. As it is Ramadan, and now I'm, I'm trying to cope, and yeah. I do not know because I cannot get work because what my ITC has messed up. Sure. I'm blacklisted. I cannot get work. I phoned yeah. the people and said, "Listen here," and now a guy came back to me and said, "Listen, you got a criminal record also now, although." Yes. The case has been withdrawn from yes. me, but now it's on the it's dark. On the now it's worse for me. Now of I course. do not know what to do anymore. Oh, you know, my heart, my heart goes out for you. Uh, and I, and, yes. And now I do not, I am sitting, I am sitting here. I've, I've taken all my papers now to, to our ulama and yes. I've showed them this is what was going on because my, the letters that you sent me it was a yeah. reconciliation but yes. they didn't know what the problems I was all that they said like one imam said our famous imam said now according to Quran I must just leave I must give her a fatah and you must yes. go now the other thing is that saying that this is what they did to me yeah. according to the hadith yeah. can't I not claim everything that is in my house that belongs to me okay now that is what I want to do so I can also love because what I am now like a parasite I am feeding of other people and I and this is not me because while I was working I was good enough for my family and now I'm unemployed and nobody acknowledges they don't sure. even see they didn't even can sure. greet me on either all right fine and I you know I want to thank you for for actually making the school and you know by Allah my heart goes out because I can only imagine how difficult it must be for you I I get that. I get it would be very, very tough. And I I am going to ask you to get a pen and paper, put the phone down, and I'm going to systematically try and give you as many different answers of the different areas of what you've mentioned to me. Okay? And and all right. Well, no, I, I want to go to attorneys, but I haven't got the money. Okay, Legal aid exactly. on the 14th, right. um, 14th of November, yeah. they said to me they can't help me also. I okay. needed to pay because well, sure. I cannot go leave this dunya sure. with this. All right. And I didn't spend the money. All right. I helped the... And I and I understand that. I want you to please give because I'm going to run out of time, and yeah, I really okay, no, would. W- sure. So get a pen and paper so that I can yes. give you the answers. Okay? Do you have a pen and paper with you? Yes, okay. I've got a pen and paper. And then I, then I'd like you to put the phone down so that you can focus on what I'm the the information I'm going to share with you. Okay. Inshallah. Afwan. Waalaikum salam warahmatullah. My heart, ya Allah, goes out because I think this situation, there are thousands of people experiencing this situation. It's a vicious, vicious cycle that leads to unemployment, financial difficulties, eventually anger impacts on the anger, impacts on the marriages and the heart sore and then protection orders and eventually criminal records and then people can't find a job. This, that picture is so is so common in our lives by Allah we are we are pleading to Allah to help that these it gets better for people inshallah but let's very quickly go to some of the answers firstly you write down UWC I'm talking about the university 
UWC or UCT. They have legal aid clinics. So to contact either of the two universities' legal aid clinic and to find out whether they can assist you from the legal point of view. They will also be able to guide you where to go in regard to the different types of aspects of your difficulty. Then, of course, when you're wanting to claim, you know, that which is in, you know, is still with your wife and children, that part would have a legal aspect to it, it which you have to discuss with the UWC or UCT's legal aid advisors or attorneys and also ulama that will be able to guide you in terms of what would be that which is rightfully for you to claim and that which wouldn't be rightfully for you to, to put a claim to. Okay, because you had, you had spent so many thousands of rands um, on your family and so it would those things would all be taken into consideration in i would suggest that you actually go to lentegeer opd it's you know the outpatients department or to your nearest clinic where you request to see a psychologist there would be a psychologist or psychiatrist to at a clinic nearest to you so that you can possibly get a referral to either Lentegeer Hospital, it depends on where you live, or Falkenberg Hospital. The reason for that is in order to, to deal with the sadness that you hold that is presenting itself in anger, the difficulty to manage your anger, that anger is spurred on by the sadness you know, and, and feeling frustrated or helpless. And so it is good for you to have a little bit of therapy. I think FAMSA and ISWA would have been excellent, but I think you need clinical psychologists to actually deal with your situation. And so therefore, I'm going to recommend you go to the nearest clinic and you ask them if they can refer you to a psychiatrist and a psychologist and if they can possibly refer you to one of the psychiatric hospitals so that you can actually get long term, um, long term support that you need. And then also in terms of when you go to the legal aid clinic, Ask them to advise you who to seek help from in terms of financial aid. Okay, we've got we've got um, different financial help institutions as well that you might um, you know consider. And I'm thinking of Sanzaf as just one of them in order to help you immediately with help that you need. I've been given, and, and I'm just reading. Can you ask the previous caller to call us back? Okay, so there's been a request. There's been a request. This this man was just phoned the, with this difficulty. Someone is responding to you and is wanting to help you. And they're asking you to please call us back so that you can leave your details with the person who will answer the phone, the technician, and then they will forward your details to the person who is wanting to help you. Please, will you now again listen? The man who had just phoned me, can you please phone us back so that you can leave your details with us? Because it seems as if someone is prepared to help you. By Allah, may Allah make it easier on you. And you ask, walk away, when you feel so, so helpless that you feel you want to, you want to reach out and hurt someone, 
walk away and recite and ask Allah to make it better, inshallah. I have to conclude my program. Yusuf Fisher is here already, and I've been instructed not to go into his program time. I'm going to be in trouble. So I'm going to have to greet you and wish you well. From me, Shahida Kali, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.